Welcome back to the pod. Kill me. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, to guest ninety nine. Oh, man. we're back, boys. We we're are back. back. Uh, it's good to be back. You yeah, were we in. T- we uh, the... You were gone last week. Yeah, I took the week off. Um, went to uh, the motherland. Samoa, Samoa, baby. It was good. It wasn't what I expected. I kind of thought it was gonna be not as. No disrespect. It was kind of run down, if I had to be honest, mm-hmm. um, especially like the city-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but going there, I was like, just thinking of Poor Man's Hawaii, Poor Man's Hawaii. The beach yeah. is sick. Water, sick. The people there, so nice, man. So nice. Polynesian people are so sick. Would you go again? No. No. But this is the reason why. It was because we did everything that we needed to. We did okay, the yeah, swim. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, did yeah. the beach. We did the trenches. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and I don't mean I want to be honest. By the end of the week, I was kind of like, I'm ready to go back home. But was it a trip that I'll never forget? Of course. The company I was there with, um, my sister and her husband and my three cousins from Mozzieland, bro, such a good time. But good, it's good bro. to be back. The flights were rough, bro. Yeah. Which reminds me, I have a sick, sick um, spiritual experience. When I got there, I'll let you know about it. I wrote it down too. It's freaking sick. Um, maybe we'll save it for an next episode. Maybe we'll do like a short little clip. And just yeah. post that one. It was sick to me. I don't know if other people think it'll be good, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it and then we'll go from there. Yeah, what about you? What are you been up to? Uh, not much, man. Just lot, lots of school, lots of work. Midterms. Yeah, how's that going? It's going good, actually. Um, got an 86 in my stats midterm. So 86 out of what? Out of 100. I'm not good with percentages. What is it? 86%. Come on, exactly. I, I was confused, bro. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Let's uh, let's introduce our guest here. We're so lame, bro. We got the uh, yeah. Just cut it. Cut the whole thing. Just cut bro. the whole. Just thing, cut dude. the whole. Intro. Just cut the whole thing. Uh, no, nah, but tonight we got a really cool guest. Oh yes, uh, we do. Sierra Garza. Um, she's she's joining us tonight on the pod. Um, she's from San Antonio, Texas. No way. Big fan. Dallas, right here. So um, Texas, we relate for sure. Sure. Okay. Cool. Forget it, bro. Um, she served actually really unique. She served in the Michigan Detroit mission. And then a couple months into her mission, she got transferred to the uh, OCM. Did she get transferred or did we trade her? You know, Trans- we might have to get her opinion yeah, on that. Yeah, we'll the see OCM, how that one goes. The, the Ohio Columbus mission. Cincinnati, maybe. One oh. of the two. She'll confirm. Oh, arch nemesis. But yeah, remember. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, she's BAU. She's going to BAU. She's an art education major. Nice, nice. Super cool. Um, she's been home for about 11 months now. She's coming up on a year. Um, but probably my favorite thing about her, bro. She plays on the BYU rugby team. Oh, what a G. The women's rugby team. Yes, so sir. She's a dog, and I'm excited to have her on. We'll welcome Sierra Hey, bring Garza him in. Bring him in. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, <laughs> the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. Sierra, yeah, welcome. We're, we're excited to have you on the pod tonight. Uh, how have you been? I've been good. I've been chilling. Busy. Busy yeah. guy, Pat. Yeah, really busy. Bet. Cool. <clears throat> there you go. Sick, sick. So, <laughs> you just got you just got back from practice. How how was practice? Practice was good. Um, it was a hard practice today. We were supposed to have a game tomorrow, but it got postponed. So who are you supposed to play? We're supposed to play UVU. Okay, it's mm. not like a like a season game, just um, a scrimmage. But preseason kind of yeah. So get, were you guys gonna win? Yeah, for sure. Right, let's off, just off air. Were you guys, were you guys gonna win? Off the air, we're gonna win. Nah, but it's okay. 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 All right. Let's all just right. jump into this rugby thing. Like, it's super unique because, first of all, not many people play rugby at all. And especially 
for BYU. So how'd you even get into that? How'd you get into rugby? Um, <clears throat> so I did sports in high school, um, volleyball, basketball, track, the whole deal. I was never really good at like one thing, okay. maybe track, but like I kept getting hurt. So never really went far. And then college comes around, had really fun my freshman year, just like with friends and stuff. But I knew like something was missing and I wanted to like talk to like the track coach, like maybe I could get on the team or whatever. Um, and I did that, but I didn't end up going through with it. And, um, then my friend, um, in my stats class was on the rugby team and she was like, you should try out. Mm. And I was like, nah, I was like, I've never played rugby before. I don't even know what rugby is. Wow. I've really never, never played, heard of it before. Never played before. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, it's runner's cough. <clears throat> and, um, then, um, uh, yeah, my mom was like, you got to protect yourself because, like, you're a girl. Like, you know, you got to protect yourself. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. rugby is a really contact sport. For sure. And so <clears throat> I was like, uh, all right, for sure. And then, like, the summer before sophomore year, I was like, nah, I'm just going to try out. Like, I got to. Like, there's there's nothing for me to do. Like, I have to keep, like, keep myself busy. Yeah. So <clears throat> I tried out, and I made the team. And I was, like, oh, yeah. so shocked. I was like, what the heck? I didn't even know, like. How many, how many people are on the team? <clears throat> um, I would say in the past, we've had like a 45 roster. Because we, we play 15s. Yep. Okay. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 15 on the on the field at one time and then like subs. Yeah. Um, we don't have like an A or B team. But this semester, there's only like 36, 35 girls. Okay. So more playing time. <clears throat> yeah. And what position do you play? Um, I play hook and prop. Um, okay. So she's picked played, up a thing or two since uh, she's been on the team. Knows, for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I've I play um, prop mostly right now, but okay. um, hook is what is I like to do. I like hook. There you go. I'm gonna be one thousand percent honest. Um, I know like a tiny bit about rugby, but I don't know much about like positions and stuff. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure the props like right there in the front, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> there's this thing called a scrum. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's like. Now I'm gonna be honest. My rugby IQ, trash. Okay. So okay. I like my teammates are the ones that are like calling the shots, and I'm just like running. You're just doing it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just doing it. Yeah, yeah. So if correct me if I'm wrong, all you rugby fans out there, but off a penalty, sometimes you'll do a scrum, like if there's a knock on or whatever. Yep. Um, and a scrum is like where the teams like go against each other, and like you're. Are you pushing against yeah, each other? Yeah, pushing against each other. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I sound so dumb right now. Like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what a scrum is, look it up. It it will literally make sense. I'm really bad at explaining, but yeah. Um, So, yeah, my position as a prop and a hook, they're both in the front row. Yep. So they're right in the middle Mm -hmm. of that. So like the anchor almost. Yeah. I don't know if that's another position or not, but. No. I don't think so. The hook, I would say the hook would be the anchor because they're the ones in the middle. Okay. And then the props are on the outside of the hook. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I kind of want to keep going with this rugby thing. Um, question: Do you know any like famous rugby players? Like, do you know any of them? I don't know any personally. Okay. Or you're literally sitting really? by one. Oh, my bad. My fault. My fault. <laughs> what do you mean? Sure mean Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know any like personally or. Do you watch any professional? <clears throat> rugby? I have been watching the World's Cup. <laughs> yes, <recently. sir>, baby. <clears throat> Let's get it. It's been pretty cool. So. <sighs> well, that's exactly what I want to get into today. Is- <laughs> Um, actually, uh, Rugby World Cup semifinals yep. against Argentina and the All Blacks. Uh, my family being from New Zealand. Um, go All Blacks, boys. <laughs> go All Blacks. We'll go on to the dubs. 
But it's kind of weird for me because I actually was born in Australia and they're like super big rivals. Mm. So my family's like, bro, you should be going for Australia. I'm like, I want to go for the All Blacks too. Yeah. Like, they're really good. But yeah, did you get a chance to catch that game today? I did not. Class. I had a midterm actually. <sighs> I got to catch up. I got to catch up. How did the midterm go? Them, bro. <clears throat> oh, the game or the class? Oh, how'd the midterm go? <laughs> the midterm go? I think the midterm went good. Okay, cool. It was like good, a presentation good, good. in class. Oh, you're chilling. So. Yeah, you'll be all right. There you go. Yeah, how'd yeah. the game go? Oh, smoked them, bro. Yeah? Came home from the All Blacks did? Smoked them, dude. Dang. And no, no offense to Argentina, but like, don't be disrespecting the All Blacks like that. But uh, <laughs> I came home from work. He's <laughs> taking it personal right now. <laughs> I came home from work and my, and my mom was like, the game's on. And we didn't have a sign-in for it because you watch it on Peacock. Right. And I texted my whole family. I was like, yo, who's got the sign-in for this thing? Yeah, yeah. And everyone just was asking for the sign-in. So we watched a little bit of it <laughs> and then went back to work. And it was like, they were smacking about like three or four tries. Mm. So we're going to the finals. Um, tomorrow is England versus South Africa, which they're really good. Yeah. And then whoever wins that will play in the finals. Um, sick, bro. Before we move on to the rugby thing, um, super, this might be super random. But in my opinion, there's this one guy. Who played rugby? Super famous dude, and he's probably the best looking dude I've ever seen in my life. Who? <laughs> His name is Sonny Bill Williams. Ever heard of that name before? I feel like I've heard of that name. Yeah. Yeah, dude played football blacks <clears throat> for a long time. He played rugby league in Australia. Um, bro, this dude is probably the best looking dude in the world, man. This dude's a straight G. Trust me, bro. I, I... If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's bro. I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna trust you on that. Dude, I just mean, trust me on this one. He's for a G. sure. So I'm gonna trust you. If you want rugby players, he's a G. Um, there's obviously a lot more too, but I just had to say that right there. Shout out to Sonny Bill. Never met the guy. Probably never will. But shout out to Sonny Bill, baby. <laughs> <Shout> <laughs> I was gonna say, get him on the pod. Get him on the pod. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, super cool. Wait, so so kind of going back to like rugby team. Was this before the mission that you got on the team, or was this yeah. after the mission? <clears throat> yeah, this was before the mission. Okay. So freshman year. Just went to college, worked, right. had fun with my friends. Sophomore year, tried out, made the team. So I played a full year with them, <clears throat> and then another year, um, and then I went on my mission. Okay. So I did three years at BYU, two of them rugby, and then went on my mission. Okay. And now you're back, and you're back on the team. Yeah. That's kind of sick. That is kind of sick. I'm um, sorry. Going back to what you are saying about the mission, remind us where you served. So I served in the Michigan-Detroit mission. There you go. With you guys. Yes, sir. Um, I served... It, from May 2021 um, to about like July 2022, and then that's when okay. I changed missions. You changed went, missions? Yeah. So oh, I went okay. I went to the Ohio Columbus mission. Columbus, not Cincinnati. <clears throat> yeah. So about like 15 months into my mission, that's when the boundaries changed for the Cleveland zone that I was in. Yeah. And they decided to move all the missionaries just in that zone. Because normally I, they keep the missionaries, yeah, yeah. but they decided to move them. Yeah. Kind of run us through that real quick. Kind of like... Um, <clears throat> Kind of like a super short explanation on what on what happened there. Like, what was that about? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, we showed up to Zone Conference, and Zone Conference in Ohio was always combined with like the Toledo Zone. Mm -hmm. So it was Toledo and Cleveland together. Um, <clears throat> and at the end of like Zone Conference, we're about to end. President Sorensen's kind of giving the, his speech and whatever. President Snyder, I think that's what his name was. He was the, the stake president, the president for, uh, for Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> for the Cleveland stake. He walks in and we're like, oh, like the big dog. You yes, know? sir. Love President Snyder. I'm pretty sure that's his name. If I, it, if I'm, I'm wrong, I think it is. I'm sorry. I but, think it is. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Just disrespecting the president's last name. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, and then President Sorensen continues and like, he's like, you know, like, 
And he starts playing the, like we we sang like God be with you till we meet again like oh. I'll go where you want me to go yeah. you know it's like and dropping I, hits oh man I, and I was like oh my god and this was President Swanton's last right, song right, right. so yeah, we yeah, all yeah. thought it was like for him and like you know President Swanton like we love you <laughs> miss you like best <laughs> mission president and then he drops the bomb on us he's like Cleveland like the Lord has a plan for you and oh man. all that kind of stuff we actually have it recorded no way um yeah. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, I think Elder Hatch recorded it. Is it what I would Logan Hatch. He always recorded a present uh, Sorensen. Really? So he has it. Wow. I think he's still. Maybe we'll reach out to him and throw it at the end of this pod. We'll get him in there. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that. I don't know if that's allowed because it's like a zone conference thing. We'll see. We'll look. It's not it. the temple, bro. It's well, I know. Chilling. I know. But it's like, all chilling. We'll see. We'll see. If we we'll, do see it. we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Yeah, so he dropped the bomb on us, and basically he was like, so when you leave Zone Conference, you're no longer a part of the MDM. Oh, okay, he was says that. that. Was that like a, it's like a knife? Yeah, what, what would you think? I honestly was so shocked. Like, um, do you remember uh, Tuyaki? Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Okay, he was like, wait, so you're saying, like, like we're out. I love that dude. <laughs> like, I love he was that like dude. confirming. And then President Sorrentino was like, yes, like you guys will no longer be part of the MDM. Like you guys are going to the OCM. Like you're gonna hop on a Zoom tonight with like the new mission president and all that kind of stuff. No way. And we were like so shocked. Tears. Everybody crying. I remember I remember like getting Everybody voice crying. clips in like the MLC chat. <clears throat> yeah, and it too. was just like everyone from that like was just crying. Like everyone it was just so was sad. The, everyone else in the MLC was just like, Oh dang, we're gonna miss you guys so much. Like because we didn't get to say <clears throat> goodbye to some of you guys. Right, like yeah, no way. We had served, like I remember serving with you down there in Cleveland and I made it out right before like the I transfer know. happened, and like we didn't get to say goodbye to like some of our missionary friends, like Tuyaki yeah. that was down there. Like, yeah, yeah, we didn't really get to say goodbye to you guys. You guys were just yeah. gone. I think I cried mostly just out of shock because there were some rules in the mission, like we couldn't reach out to like missionaries in other zones or like mm-hmm. other districts or like whatever. Like we had those like really strict rules. Yeah. Yep. And going to the OCM, like I was like, oh, now I can like talk to like Sister Harvey, like literally my best friend, Sister Jensen, like all those great missionaries, my trainer, Sister Newman. Um, I can reach out to them and like talk to them on a daily basis now. Because um, <clears throat> when you leave those companionships, like there's just some things you just want to tell them, you know? Uh, you wanna, uh, like, exactly. Yeah. And so that was actually like chill for me. I was like, I'm not really going to miss people because I can talk to them. Yep. But I think I was just shocked because it was going to be a change. And I had stayed in that area, Lorraine, for five transfers. I remember. And I had <clears throat> every transfer. I was like, okay, president. Like after the third transfer, that's when I was like, okay, he's gotta, yeah, he's gotta move me. Like, yep. I can't say. It. And and then there were some things that happened in that area, specifically with like me and like members and like other missionaries, and that it was just really hard. And so that's why I for sure thought he was gonna move us, or at least me. But he never did. And then he says that, and I'm like, that's why he kept me there. So everything happens for a reason, you know. You just don't know yeah. it. For sure. <clears throat> yeah, I remember that day. It was crazy. I remember like they sent the email out mm-hmm. and we read it and I was like, what is going on? This is crazy. I was like, no, nah, that's not true. <laughs> like, cap. no way. It's capping. Mm-hmm. And then no, uh, it was yeah. legit. Yeah. Then so, you see like all you guys posting and you guys are like on the mission, like the the <laughs> mission, like the the Zoom with the new mission president. Oh, and we're all like, what man. the heck? It's crazy. Yeah, describe describe me that first day of going into a new mission. Like, what's going through your mind? <clears throat> well, so we hopped on the Zoom that night, and um, the mission president was like, first of all, President Sorensen, amazing. Love him. Yep. Um, and he was all that I'd ever known. You know. Right. So his way of missionary work was my way of missionary mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, <clears throat> one thing I loved about him is that he focused on, like, 
teaching to the one, right? Like always like listening to the spirit, like trying to like reach that person, how to help them in any way. Like, you know, if Jesus was there, like how would he be talking to that person kind of thing? Um, and this new mission president, President Horgesheimer, they just got home from their mission in July um, mm. of this year. <clears throat> so they're home now too. But he was very young and like, he was very like, um, <clears throat> like go, 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 go fast, mm. fast. Right. Like, <clears throat> it seemed, yeah. yeah. And at first to me, it seemed like he was all about numbers mm. because it, he was so fast paced and yeah, like yeah. talking to the masses, kind of like, you know, like talk to everybody, like, yeah. doesn't matter who they are, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, well, if they're a crackhead, like, do you want me to talk to them? Or like, <laughs> like I, I, mean, I mean, look, I love it. Maybe don't put that in the pod box. <laughs> yeah. uh, leave it in there. <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, as a missionary, you like try to like, Follow the spirit. Yeah, talk yeah, to anybody yeah. who you're directed to talk to. But like, come on, like you're not gonna talk. You to you you have to use some common sense. Yeah, there's so, some people that you that you don't talk to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're they're just this, especially when you're serving in places like Detroit and, and Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland, yeah, yeah, yeah Columbus, Cleveland, Columbus. <laughs> there's, there's some people out there, and even like everywhere, there's some yeah. people that you just yeah. probably it's safer for you to not talk to them. Yeah. And, so. and you know what? God's timing is perfect and everyone's going to have their chance. Absolutely. And so if you didn't reach them, somebody else will. Absolutely. <clears throat> okay, follow-up question. Because I've definitely talked to other missionaries who went through the same thing. Mm-hmm. They were MDM and they um, got transferred over to Columbus Mission. Mm-hmm. Not San Diego, Columbus <clears throat> Mission. Um, super curious. Did you feel like that was supposed to happen or do you think it was coincidence? I had no idea what to think, to be honest. <laughs> Like I was just so shocked when he told us that we were moving, and then like I knew I had I knew I stayed in Lorraine for 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 that reason to be moved. Yeah. But I didn't know how to feel about being moved. Mm. And <clears throat> that first transfer in the Ohio Columbus mission. Well, actually, we had to finish out like the last three weeks of our of transfer the MDM transfer in the MDM. Okay. But like in the same area of the MDM, but like now we were considered we're Ohio to someone else. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really hard because we were just anticipating change. Yeah, yeah. But we had to keep going. Mm-hmm. So shout out to T Waggy, Sister Wagstaff. Um, <clears throat> we went through it, and it was hard for us, but we made it. And then we got transferred to new places. Yep. Um, basically, President Horgesheimer mixed everybody up. He barely kept any of the MDMers in the Cleveland sense, yeah. zone, and switched it up. And so I went to Gahanna, Ohio, which is like a suburb of Columbus, right there. We had like downtown Columbus in our area. Like cornfields? No. I was a little bit Downtown Columbus is like. Oh, downtown it's, Columbus. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. Bad. It's like, um, it's like a big city. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, almost like Detroit, almost like Cleveland. Yeah. Just oh, no like way. right there. <clears throat> um, and that first transfer was the hardest for me. Yeah. First Why, trans- the first full transfer in the new OCM? Yeah. Just because, I mean, I had to learn a whole new way of missionary work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And. <clears throat> Again, like at first I thought he was all about numbers. And so I was like, this is not right. Like, I don't like the way we do things. Like, <laughs> um, it was funny because the first night when we hopped on the podcast, or not the podcast, the <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> when we hopped on the Zoom call with like the new missionaries or the missionaries in the OCM and the, and the mission president, um, he was like, uh, President Horton was like, everybody like welcome them to the OCM. And the missionaries like unmuted and we're just like, ah! crazy, crazy. Yeah. And I, I all of us that. in the MGM were like, these missionaries are so irreverent. Like, <laughs> like where is the That's spirit? That's hilarious. Where's the spirit? It was so funny. Because we've been trained to have like Zoom etiquette. Yep, and not, yep, not yep. that they didn't. It was just, just different. different yeah, right? yeah, it was just different. So at first it was hard. 
um, had a lot to, to work out myself. Um, and, um, what I am grateful for is that the mission president really worked with us That's good. and you could tell that he genuinely loved us mm -hmm. and wanted the best for us. Um, and especially like since some missionaries only had like one or two transfers left, I had three transfers left. Oh yeah, that's a good point. So um, he just did the best, and we did the best we could, and then yeah. we made it. <clears throat> I have a few follow up questions, unless you have any. All right, this one's a quick answer. So when someone says, "Hey Sierra, what did you serve your mission?" What do you say? I say Michigan, Detroit mission, and Ohio Columbus mission. So you say both, okay? Perfect. Yeah. And then my follow up <clears throat> question is: This might just be my dumb thinking, but like, was Probably. there any tension of, "Hey, you're MDM and we're OCM"? Was at any first, of that? At first, there was because we all thought we were right. You know, yeah, like yeah. this is how missionary By work is one, supposed to yeah. go. Like, mm -hmm. um, like you have too many green, like they, like too many green. No, well, I'm serious. <laughs> when we transferred over, we looked through like area book of some of the areas, and they had like 60 green dots. Some hadn't been <laughs> taught in two months. Like, yeah. like there's we just, were, we, the MDM is a very high turnover. Like if they're not keeping commitments, if they're, they're not ready, they're yeah, yeah, right? we're like, we're, we are Hurry teaching all. people. We're not yeah. holding on to people. We are teaching people. Yeah. So that's, um, that's kind of the difference there. There's a lot of things I learned from the OCM that, you know, I wish I would have, you know, brought back to the MDM, like if I had a chance yeah. or whatever, but, um, always yeah. things to learn. Right. There's always, yeah, things, always to, things to, to, learn. to learn. Great, great things. Um, it was definitely like going back to your original question, like I didn't know what to think, honestly, yep. if that was like meant to be or whatever. I think towards the end of my mission, for sure. Like I was like, this is what I needed. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm ready to go home. But like that first month, that first transfer. Tough. <clears throat> tough. I literally Jeez. cried to like President Horde's time and I was like, just send me home right now. Like <sighs> I'm not going to do this. Turn me back to NBM, please. Oh. <laughs> it was that just so awesome. hard. That's tough. But I think I needed to learn that lesson. Like change is inevitable. And you just got to be willing to go go with it. I love it. I love that yeah. we're talking about change. That was a great little synopsis of your mission. Great. But let's kind of talk about the change of coming back home, right? right. How long have you been home now? Almost um, well, almost a year, about 11 months. Which yeah. is crazy. Time call it a year. Just call it a year. Call it a year, bro. Almost, yeah. Round up. Round up. Round up. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. let's, let's talk about the transition. Just in general, nothing too crazy. How's it been coming back? Um. <clears throat> Sorry, I just cut that. <clears throat> Drink some water. Um, yeah, Take some water. Take some. Sip it up. Yeah. While you do that, a shout out to our sponsor. Um, do we have any sponsors today? No, we don't. No, I don't. We'll get some. We'll get some. Back to you. Okay. Um, the question was. <laughs> the question was. Um, how is it coming back? How is it coming back, back right, home? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Honestly, coming back home, I felt so much relief. I really? felt wow. good. I felt like, wow, like I can like live my life again. Yep, yep. But that's because like the past three months had just been a huge change for me. And to be honest, um, like I felt just really burnt out. Yeah. Um, because I'd given my all. And that right there is a great feeling. Thank <clears throat> you. Yeah. Being burnt out, it's a terrible <clears throat> feeling, but knowing that you're burnt out. At the end of your mission is exactly how you want to be. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion, mm -hmm. yeah, agree, right. You want to know you left it quite literally all out there in the field. Yeah, and I never like came back thinking, "Oh, I was the perfect missionary." Thank God, like I did it my best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I came back, and there are still some things that, like, I think of to this day, and I'm like, "Man, could have done, done better." better. Yeah. Any um, examples? 
Any examples? Any examples of that? Oh, mostly working with my companions. Yeah, shout out to anybody who's companions. <laughs> I'm not gonna no lie. Job, I please. was I was a hard I was a hard companion to be with. Um, oh, I think we all were. In our yeah, own we all had our own, own things. Time, we all had our own things. But I mean, if you were, <laughs> sorry, sorry, to our producer. My bad. If I was our producer, um, so. Uh, but I mean. <laughs> I, it, what I love about the missionaries I served with is that they're so forgiving and so mm-hmm. loving. So, you know, no matter what we, we've we done, we're all friends in the end. Amen. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, just being burnt out was like really the hardest thing for me. Like, <clears throat> because I was just like, man, I don't have to wake up at 630 no more. Thank God. Yes, like, sir. You know? <clears throat> I remember, and I was only home for a month before I came back to school for um, at BYU winter semester in January. So, I didn't have a job and, you know, I was just with my family and it was like the holidays. So I came home the day before Thanksgiving. Then we had Thanksgiving wow. with the fam, That's you know? Wow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of So nice. it's like lazy vibes and I'm just chilling. Yep. I would stay up all night, like, all like Dude, until, until like 4 a.m. Like watching shows, watching, watching movies, sh- catching, oh, up. catching up. Catching yes, up, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things real quick. And actually Sheesh. I was going through my clothes because I had like just clothes that I had brought back from college and like just yeah. in bins and stuff. Um, Cause I haven't really been home ever. Yeah, so like I, months, it's been a minute. Right. So I just kind of went through my clothes. Nothing fit actually. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Um, I gained so much weight on my mission and I've lost it all. Thank God to rugby. But, hey, there you go. Um, <clears throat> anyway, just going through my clothes, catching up on shows, staying up all night and sleeping during the day. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That was my life. And For then, freedom. Well, yeah. Freedom. It allowed you to, <clears throat> to do what you wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I was hanging out with the missionaries sometimes, you know, like with my mom, she's the greatest example, um, of a Christ-like person in my life. I've Shout out to... You've actually met my I've mom met, before. I've met my mom before. She came to one of the wars I was serving in. She's like, you I was like... Yeah, so I'm a mom. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Super random. Yeah, because I have family in Michigan. Oh, so okay. she was that's there for cool. a family reunion. Oh, that's cool. Say less. Yeah, there you go. I tried to go, but it didn't work out. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, what you're supposed to do is just go, but not tell anybody. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm. I never yeah, did now that. we know exactly who. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I never did it. <laughs> I'm Story like, dog. We didn't go to a wedding one time, but it is what it is. That's why you were never 18. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah, she's like the most Christ-like person any like I've ever known. And so she's always with the missionaries, always offering rides. Um, and that's something I really learned to appreciate on my mission because as a missionary, you want members like that. Yeah. And so before I didn't understand, but mom, now I do. So thank Shout you for out. that. Shout, Shout out. out to Sister Garza. Senior. Um, but yeah, so I was hanging out with the missionaries sometimes because of her, you know, like yeah. – um, He's like, hey, come with the missionaries. Let's go take right. a treat to like this family or whatever. Um, that kind woman. of stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, at church and um, that kind of stuff. Went to temple a few times <clears throat> and it was great. Um, and then got ready for school, packed up, we drove um, and then came to BYU. Sick. Yeah. Super cool. So, I don't want to assume here, but did you struggle much like coming home, like with the transition? When I first came home, no. I thought it was like <clears throat> super easy. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm chilling. I'm like back, you know, but like I have all this knowledge and like yeah. I'm great. Like I feel really <clears throat> close to God. But then that's where that burnout came, you know, um, and kind of took effect. Took effect in my life. <clears throat> I remember it was just, when I came, came here to BYU. 
<clears throat> for that winter semester, that's when I started to realize like, oh, I really do feel burnt out because I was mm. becoming busy again. So I, I wasn't always having time for scripture study. I wasn't always having time to interact with like the ward and like, yeah, I'd go to FHE or like whatever. But it was just more difficult. And I started to prioritize other things. And then I felt burnt out. I was like, oh, I have to like read my scriptures or <clears throat> I'm just so tired. Like I have yeah. to go to church though. And I have to stay second hour. Like right. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm a returned missionary, I got to set the example. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> Sorry. No, you're <laughs> okay. good. You're good. So just follow up question on, on being burnt out. Um, how long did that last or is it still going? Honestly, I'm still going through it. Yeah. Like um, <clears throat> what I've really appreciated um, about mission friends um, and my family is that they're always just so supportive. Um, just there to, you know, pick you up and take you along when mm -hmm. you have no energy. And I think, you know, I mean, that's like in rugby, right? Like your teammates, like, um, are always there for you. And that, I feel like everyone, all my mission companions, my mission yep. friends, family, they're like my teammates, right? In this yeah. race towards, you know, back to heaven, whatever. Um, sorry, I'm like trying to make a metaphor. It's like not working. Not working. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Um, um, they've really been like my anchor. I mean, and, and Jesus Christ, of course, like. You know, but it's been hard, I think, just feeling that burnout and like knowing that I know the church is true, knowing mm -hmm. that like I have a testimony and I love the gospel and everything I learned from my mission, like I know that and like I I have that in my heart and it's like never gonna go away. But sometimes you just don't feel it. Yeah. You don't like I know that I'm supposed to read my scriptures, but do I feel like I want to? <sighs> Damn. Sometimes you don't. No. Yeah, sometimes true. you don't. <clears throat> and um <laughs> So one thing I'll do to like help me get in the mood is like go to like a nice place like the Y. Um, I always go to like the trailhead and I just like sit in my car or like take a camp chair and like sit outside my car and I just like open up the scriptures and I'll <clears throat> read a few um, stories there and just feel that, you know, um, feel that spirit. And it's really nice to, to feel that. Because sometimes, yeah. I mean, when you're burned yeah. out, it's hard to feel those things. Absolutely. I was going to ask what you, what kind of keeps you going. Because you talked about your friends and your family right. that are supportive. But I was going to ask, like, what? Because they can only do so much, <clears throat> right? It's like having a supportive companion on the mission. Yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah. you need that. But, again, they can only do so much. If you don't want to go out and knock doors, <laughs> right. there, there's, there's only there's so much they can yet. do for that, yeah. right? So, like. That motivation has to come from within yeah. a lot so of the what, times. <clears throat> what helps you accomplish that? What helps you keep going despite feeling burnt out? I think, honestly, my job. So right now I'm a resident assistant on campus. Okay. So I live at the dorms, free housing, free food, and I get paid on top of that. Dang! So mm. I'm chilling. But, mm. but the biggest responsibility nice. is like helping those freshman girls in my hall you know, overcome their challenges with like yeah. leaving home for the first time and oh, yeah, adjusting, yeah. To, um, adjusting to college life. And... Um, as an RA, especially at BYU, <clears throat> dang, sorry. <clears throat> um, they really want us to focus on like helping people go towards the temple and like seek the temple in anything that we do. And so, um, I feel like as an RA, I have to bring that like spiritual side around. Um, and that keeps me going cause it's not just for me. It's, I know I have a responsibility for other people, other girls. Um, so I think that's what kind of motivates me as well, just so I can be there for them. And I'm not the best RA, but um, I try. And like when my girls need me, like I'm there for them. So 
<clears throat> is it one of those things where kind of like on the mission, um, like when you focus on other people, you start to help yourself? Is it, would you describe it as that? Yeah. You know what? I honestly haven't thought about that until just now. Like, that you just said that, but oh, yeah. to the podcast, boys. <laughs> Guess not. Nah, yeah, that's what yeah, we yeah. I mean, right? That's that's exactly what it was on the mission, right? Yeah. Like the famous, the, probably the most famous quote ever: "Forget yourself and go to work." Right? Yeah. It, it's so hard to do, but it it, it works every time. It works every time. Yeah. Every time when you focus on other people, it just you forget about yourself. Yeah. Right. Like you don't. You're not worried about yourself, and at the same time, those people in return are helping you, whether yeah. you realize it or not, whether they realize it or not you're being helped by them as well. Yeah. And you know what? This is just like a testament to me right now because, I mean, one thing I was scared for coming home, like when I was still out on the mission thinking about coming home, Mm -hmm. I was scared I wasn't going to have a support system because a lot of my friends, you know, were already advancing in school, had come back from their missions before. I I was late to leave on my mission, like compared to all my friends. Right. And so I was like, they have their own friends now, like, Who's who am I like? I'm gonna be alone up here and I'm not gonna have anybody. But I mean, everything works out when we put God first. And so, Amen. Can't, coming back, like I had um, my friends. Shout out to Taylor, uh, Natalia, Raddy. Um, you guys were literally my rock in the winter semester because I couldn't have done it without you. Um, and um, you know, he he placed those people in my life at that moment because I needed them to keep going, to carry on. Um, And um, especially with rugby too. I mean, like we're all helping each other. And one thing I love about our team is that like we're very spiritually minded. Yep. Um, Before every game, well, before every practice we pray, when we end practice we pray, um, we're always constantly like um, sharing spiritual stories like when we have the chance. And, um, and, um, you know, we have devotionals before a game. And so it's it's really, we're all here to help each other. And um, so, again, like you were just saying, like when we put the effort into other people and and help them become better, then we're bettering ourselves because we're feeling that Christ-like love back. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I really like that. I really like that. Um, I think it just, I think that's one of the most important things, right? It's so easy when you get home from your mission to to turn back inside. Right, so, okay, cool. I spent 18 months, two years focusing on other people, helping other people, but now I'm struggling, yeah. right? I need to focus on me. I need to worry about me, but that's actually the key. Yeah. You don't need to worry about you. Yes, worry, like take care yeah. of yourself, right? Like if you are struggling, get help, talk yeah. to people, right? Do what you need to do. But at the same time, do the same thing for other people. Yeah. And in return, you'll you'll receive the help that you need. Can I just mention too, <clears throat> a lot of my struggle <clears throat> sorry a lot of my struggle isn't just because of like burnout but like i started because i was burnout i started to fall back into like bad habits that mm-hmm. like i had before the mission so i made like mistakes yeah and it like you know things i had to like repent for and things i'm still working through you know and um so i just wanted to put that out there because i feel like a lot of missionaries when they come back or like people watching this podcast maybe like you know they they may think like oh like only missionaries like they only struggle with like you know, just like yeah, emotional, like mental. Yeah, yeah exactly. but like yeah. it happens to anybody. Everybody, it, you know, even there's a lot of missionaries I know that are like going through the same thing. So I just want to put that out there. Absolutely, I'm glad that you said that because this is exactly why we have a platform like this um, to want to talk about it 
so we can have a better understanding. Because, <clears throat> like, myself, like, I knew who you were, but I've never really, like, had a conversation with you and talked about what you've been going through. Yeah. Um, and I've learned a lot already. And I've also kind of um, learned about other people that we've interviewed as well. And it's so true. Like, on the outside, it might, might look like we're doing good. You might be going on these cool vacations or you might be doing these cool things at school. But everyone goes through something. Yeah. And everyone goes through something tough. Um, and that's just life. That's just that's what we sign up for. Sometimes it's tough, but that's why we have, you know, our Father in Heaven and Jesus Christ to to center ourselves on what's most important. Especially. Like I'm assuming rugby is super important to you. <laughs> yeah. Very important. Yeah. School's important to you and footy or whatever it is. And um but I feel I feel like a few weeks ago we interviewed and we talked about like the center of our life is Jesus Christ and everything else just revolves around that. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> that's like the most important thing. Just remembering, like, because sometimes it can feel like a lot over, a little overwhelming. Like, just you know, <clears throat> thinking about like everything that you did on your mission and like coming back and like who you were and like who you are now and like it's just gets all blurry and foggy and like just starts to get all overwhelming. But like remembering that like the most important thing should be your relationship with Jesus Christ. And no matter what you've done, no matter like who you are, like you know, anything, like, he's going to love you no matter what. And even if you don't feel that, like, it's there. Mm -hmm. He does. And so just remembering that and, like, <clears throat> centering our lives on him is, like, the key. Definitely. I like it. I think this has been a, a fantastic conversation. You know, we really appreciate you coming on the pod, you know, the podcast and, and sharing your story. It's it's definitely been an inspiration to me, right? I mean, to to just keep going, right? Like, it's going to get hard. You're going to feel burnt out. You're going to you're going to want to not do spiritual things, things that include the gospel, right? There's always going to be that friend that invites you to go do something right when church is going on, right? And uh, and it's always that that internal debate. Is this, yeah. you know, do I, do I really need the sacrament do? this yeah, week yeah. or I got it last week, so maybe I can go to this this week and I'll get it again <laughs> next week, right? Like it's that debate, right? You know the answer to that. Go get yeah. the sacrament, right? Join them late, right? Go go afterwards. Go yeah. after church, right? But but yeah, um, any any last advice? Any last? I mean, I know you've given some great advice, but anybody out there that might be struggling, any any last comments that you just want to to toss their way? Um, all I would say is that it's easy to give up, but just keep going. <clears throat> Find people who will support you in your righteous endeavors, um, <clears throat> and um, you know, don't be afraid to. Um, need help or, um, you know, take a step back, like just keep working on yourself and like trust God and trust the process and it'll all work out. She trust the process. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, no, I agree. I think just, just keep working at it. I mean, I've always thought just keep swimming. Just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. <laughs> that was not planned, but I love it. <laughs> Let's get it. Um, no, it's so true. Yeah, just keep swimming, man. Keep going. Um, I mean, this life's not a sprint, right? It's, it's definitely, it's definitely a marathon. I ain't sprinting. Dinner. I'll tell you what. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I don't want a two-hour practice today. I'll tell you that. Um, but I love it. I think um, it's just super important to really just talk about struggles with coming back because it is. It's definitely that's why we we started this um, this podcast is so we can. Um, just have conversations like this because people struggle every single day um, before the mission, after the mission, 20 years after the mission, 50 years after the mission. It's just right. you struggle about anything. Yeah. Um, and we're just 
a couple young young kids in the world trying to do our thing trying in this crazy place, trying to find our way, and um, that way is Jesus Christ. You know the song, Remember Christ? Yeah. You know how it is. <laughs> um, he's, he's the only way. <laughs> he is the only way. He's the only way. Uh, but here, so <clears throat> before we end, we do like to do this one thing um, as we kind of finish off. Um, like We get to talk about some cool things, and we kind of like to vibe out, but we like to end on a spiritual high note, just mm-hmm. like how um, President Sorensen taught, uh, taught us. Like we try to keep it unique to every single person because every single person is different. Um, and, and I was kind of thinking about, um, how should I ask here? What's something unique? And I don't know why, but something that came to mind is, if you mind, hopefully you don't, um, if you could share with us um, your favorite scripture story. I was hoping you'd ask this question. Oh, <laughs> give me that, boys. Boom. I might cry. I'm still connected. I'm in. <laughs> I might cry. Um, but my favorite scripture story is uh, the Antinephite Lehi's. Mm. Um, Such a good one. And yeah, when they are um, being pursued by the Lamanites. I'm going to be honest, I haven't read that story in a long time. But hey, honesty, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you, that's my favorite one. You know why? Because when they were being pursued and fought, or fought at, and they were dying, they looked up to God and just said, it's in your hands, you know? And I've always admired that kind of faith. And especially in times when I struggle, um, you know, like right now, or just like since coming back from my mission, I think about that story and I think about their faith and how I want to be like that and how I need to stay strong because, you know, in the end, it's only God that matters. Um, Jesus Christ uh, and his sacrifice for us, that brings us power. And so when we focus on that and um, keep our faith strong, and we can get through anything just like, you know, they were strong enough to die for what they believed in. They did not want to pick up their weapons after making that oath and they were true to that. And so I just really admire that, that courage, faith, um, honesty and devotion that they had to God and their covenants. <clears throat> one of the best ones. Shoot, man. That's crazy. Uh, that's to me. That's one of, that's one of my favorite ones as well. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so, so much to learn from their example, from their, Consecration, dedication to the Lord, um, you know, their repentance and, and just their whole story. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good reminder to 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 do that. So thanks for being in tune with the spirit, Caleb. And, yeah. Oh, and you know what? I'm gonna question. read that tonight. Hey, we'll I'm gonna read that tonight. Keep me counting. Um well hey, again, thank you so much, Sierra, for for taking some time out of your busy schedule. Um we appreciate you. You hopping on the podcast, bringing the spirit here, and, and just sharing some experiences, opening up. Um, good luck to you in this this upcoming season. Hey, good luck. Thank uh, you. So thank rugby, you. Rugby team, all all you guys on the team. Good luck to you guys. Hopefully, safe season. Yep. Uh, no yep. injuries, and hopefully, you guys play well. And yeah, and shout out, out next and, game, Grand Canyon University, Helaman Field, BYU, eleven a.m. Saturday. Hey, get okay, there. Okay. Free tickets. <laughs> Free tickets. Free tickets. Hey, let's go. And there's no tickets. You just show up. <laughs> Oh, say less. Yes. Right, so it's April for free. Well, definitely, um, definitely. Well, once again, thanks for coming on. Um, any last words? Any last shout outs? No. Perfect. All perfect. Right. So before we end, we just want to thank everyone for watching. Subscribe. We're on all platforms. I know that's surprising, but we're on all platforms. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Is Spotify. There? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Amazon um, Podcasts. You McDonald's name it. app. We are on, we on if everything, if, baby. If, you, if, you, if we're not on it, let us know and we'll get on it. Get that green beans, tomatoes, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for sure. We'll end it over there. This is Guest 99. This is us. All right. Hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Peace out. <laughs>